Hey BU Terriers! Welcome to the Boston University Career Podcast, where we'll discuss a variety of career-related topics to help you succeed in your Boston University education. With much of our world going virtual now, many events including career fairs will take place from the comfort of our own homes. You can RSVP and see a list of the attending organizations on Handshake. Today, we'll be hearing from Sarah Thomas, the Marketing and Communications Manager for the Center for Career Development. Sarah will be sharing with us some tips and tricks to succeed in this year's virtual fair, from how to register, to researching organizations, and tips for connecting with employers virtually. Hi, my name is Sarah Thomas, and I'm the Marketing Communications Manager for the BU Center for Career Development. Um, so the CCD has always hosted career fairs throughout the year, including the university-wide career fair. We hold it twice a year, and traditionally, these fairs that see more than 100 organizations in all kinds of fields send recruiters to BU, and they'd be seeking terriers just like you for internships and jobs. Under a normal year, they'd regularly draw more than 1,000 students who would all come to the GSU in their you know, most professional clothes. They'd be waiting in lines, shaking hands, doing networking in person with exciting professionals from all over the country. So as you can imagine, uh, the changes required by BU safety protocols in regard to COVID-19 have rendered in-person events like the university-wide career fair basically impossible for at least this semester. So the CCD is open and it's still serving students like you every day, but we've largely transitioned a great deal of our programs and services to an online model. Um, and of course, career fairs are no exception. Um, we're very excited to be providing BU students with this opportunity to continue doing the networking, meeting with exciting organizations, learning about timely opportunities um, that have always been part of the BU career fair experience, um, but it's going to be in this new format and wanted to take an opportunity to kind of introduce you to it. The way it's going to work is when you are RSVP for the fair through Handshake, you're going to receive an email that will have explicit instructions on getting set up with you. It's very easy and it'll save you time when you attend other fairs and career events that are going to be hosted on the platform. So there are some specific tips that it'll help you to keep in mind when you attend a virtual fair. You're still basically doing a lot of the same things that you would have done in any in-person networking or career event. You're trying to make a positive professional impression on recruiters. Um, so we suggest you give some thought to your setup. Even though you're going to be in your house, um, make sure you're on a strong internet connection. Set up your background so that if you do end up in a video chat, you're not showing anything that's going to be distracting. Uh, we also suggest that you continue to dress for success, dress in business casual or business professional clothing. It's still important, not just because you can still be seen on camera, but putting the professional dress on helps you get into that professional headspace. And of course, in a lot of ways, succeeding at a virtual fair, it isn't much different than succeeding at an in-person fair, professional dress being one of those ways. The most important thing that you can do in advance of the fair is research the attending organizations. So that's just the advice that we've been giving for career fairs basically from the beginning. Uh, you can see all of the attending organizations right in Handshake when you are SVP, and all of the organizations have existing Handshake profiles, which is a great place to start your research. 
check out what positions that they have available and determine if they seem like they'd be a good match for your skills and aspirations. You don't want to spend a lot of time talking to an organization that maybe had an exciting name or a good brand, but it turns out they don't have positions that are really going to be a great fit for you. And conversely, you don't want to ignore an organization that you've never heard of or aren't familiar with that might turn out to be the absolute perfect place for you because the position they have available is exactly what you're looking for. That's where research can really make the difference. Once you've selected the organizations you're interested in, practice your elevator pitch. Now, if you're not familiar with the concept, an elevator pitch is a quick 30 second introduction to yourself that says who you are, your major and skills, and what you're looking for. Um, so to give an example, if I was going to give an elevator pitch, I'd say something like, Hi, my name is Sarah Thomas. I'm a marketing communications manager. I have a lot of competency in uh, communications, writing and editing. I'm a graduate of Boston University College of Communication with a master's in journalism. And I'm really looking for an opportunity that's gonna allow me to connect with students in an in-depth and personal way. So there we go, 30 seconds, who I am, why I'm qualified, what my qualifications are, and what I'm looking for. It's a great way to let the recruiter know if this person is going to be a fit for you, because if they heard something that were just like, well, we don't really have a role like that, they can respect my time and say, we don't know if we're going to be the right fit for you. Or alternatively, they can say, oh my gosh, that's exactly what we're looking for. And one of the great things about a virtual fair is you can write your elevator pitch in advance. You can tweak it, you can play with it, you can practice it in the mirror till you're completely happy with it. And then you can copy the text of it right into the chat with employers. So remember your elevator pitch should come first. The first thing you say is not asking the recruiter about their organization or open positions because you should have already learned that in the research phase. One of the things you're gonna do when you get set up on Career Eco is you're gonna be uploading your resume um, and then recruiters will be able to view it right from the Career Eco interface. So we definitely suggest you spend some time making sure that it's in tip top condition. And we have actually a lot of ways we can help you do that. If you're not familiar with VMOC, VMOC, which you can access right on Handshake, is BU's online resume review tool. By using VMOC, you can get instant feedback, including a VMOC score on your resume and targeted suggestions for improving your resume score with very specific like word by word and format by format changes you can make that's gonna really make it shine. When you get a good score in VMOC 65 or over, you can actually um, schedule a resume review with someone from the CCD. You can also attend a resume workshop or check out any of the resume resources we have available on our website. You can also find a lot more information on elevator pitches as well as resumes on our website, which of course, if you're not familiar with it, it's bu.edu careers. And you can find lots of posts on both topics, elevator pitches and resumes on BU and Beyond, which is the Boston University career blog. Our post uh, right now that's just actually recently gone live is virtual career fair tips, which is gonna summarize a lot of what we've been talking about as well as give you even more information on virtual career fair success, as well as some more information about career eco. That's where you're actually gonna be able to see that video I mentioned that walks you through setting up your career eco um, account, makes it really easy and step-by-step. And uh, the last thing that we wanna make sure that you know that you can do is once you've made the connection with employers, be savvy about your follow-up with employers. If the recruiter provides you next steps for actually applying to positions, make sure to take careful note of them. 
follow their preferred procedures. It's a really good way to show that you are paying a lot of attention and are really serious about the opportunity. Get your recruiter's account contact information and make sure to send them thank you emails for their time. It makes a really positive lasting impression. Um, if you follow these steps, we're very confident that you'll not only be in a great position to have a positive experience at virtual career fairs, but you're actually gonna be developing skills that'll serve you well in the future, even when in-person career events resume. And as always, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us at the CCD. You can email us at future at bu.edu. You can visit our website, bu.edu slash careers. You can check out our blog, or you can listen to more episodes of the BU podcast. As always, we're here for you. Thank you for listening to the Boston University Career Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Center for Career Development at Boston University. We are located on the fifth and sixth floors of 100 Bay State Road. All of our services are available for free and virtually to undergraduate and graduate students. For more information, check out our website at bu.edu careers.